Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And uh, in crypto news, it looks like the SEC has punted. They didn't exactly reject the spot Bitcoin ETFs, but they sent a note or a comment saying that they need more information about a couple of different things. And Fidelity, just hours later, they refiled their application. So showing the level of uh, commitment that they have, immediately refiling taking the SEC's suggestions into account. And uh, absolutely fascinating day for crypto markets because in the wake of that disappointment that the spot Bitcoin ETFs have not yet been approved, in the wake of that disappointment, Bitcoin dropped by close to $1,000 a coin and then recovered somewhat uh, in trading later in the day and ended the day pretty much exactly where it was before. So ended essentially unchanged in price from a day prior, whereas some of its competitors uh, had a big day. So pretty interesting divergence here. Again, Bitcoin recovered, ended up unchanged for the day or a gain of like 0.06% or something, something very small. Whereas Litecoin, which is the second crypto that launched after Bitcoin itself, and is one that I've talked about extensively here on the podcast and in our books and over on our Substack, our newsletter. So I've talked significantly about this number two crypto onto the scene, Litecoin, which launched again two years after Bitcoin launched. It has many similarities. It's also mineable. It's also very lean, very lean and neutral and uh, did not have a pre-mine. So from a legal perspective, many people believe it's a commodity and not a security of any kind. If Bitcoin is a commodity, Litecoin almost definitely has to be considered the same thing due to how similar it is. And it's one of the four cryptos that have been chosen by this exchange, this exchange EDX, which is apparently a collaboration between some of the nation's largest financial firms. Don't quote me here, but I believe it includes Charles Schwab and uh, Citadel, and again, some other financial giants. This is their crypto exchange that they're launching. And Litecoin is, again, one of only four currencies that are initially offered. I believe also Bitcoin, Ethereum, and uh, Bitcoin Cash are the other blockchains. As far as I know, I might be incorrect. Uh, So uh, anyway... Absolutely fascinating day because Bitcoin ended up unchanged, but Litecoin up about 27% as of just minutes ago when I did that summary video. Up about 27% over the last 24 hours. Not financial advice, but you don't see a 27% one-day gain in your purchasing power. In any savings account, no money market fund gives you the excitement of a 27% one-day return. But hey, that's crypto. That's life in crypto. Some of you guys have forgotten why we're in crypto. (laughs) Some of you guys have forgotten that we have good days too. Not just two years of being beaten down by the establishment. And so again, today's SEC news was kind of a punt, uh, a little punt down the road. Uh, They're delaying the inevitable, I guess. But it was not an outright rejection. It was providing commentary on how they could refile the... uh, refile the application in a way that it could be potentially approved. And they suggested that that it should be refiled. They said they're welcome to refile it. And again, Fidelity refiled it. They put their foot right back in the door just hours later. 
So I guess a crack team of lawyers at Fidelity, just typing away and hammering out something beautiful. Uh, so not the Friday that Bitcoiners were expecting, right? Their sacred Bitcoin virtually unchanged in price as there's no spot Bitcoin ETF approval yet. Meanwhile, some of its biggest competitors, Litecoin up 27% or so, and Ethereum, Ether up about 4.5% over the last 24 hours. So uh, what that really does is it discredits this Bitcoin maximalism argument that I've been saying for a while is just, just intellectual haughtiness, just window dressing that our community doesn't really need because it's not mathematically true. When it comes to crypto and money and banking, I try to be very honest, not only with myself, but with other people in the community. And Bitcoin maximalism is simply not borne out by the data. I've made more returns, more money off of my Litecoin and Ethereum than off of Bitcoin. Not to say I don't believe in Bitcoin, it's just this notion that nothing else can do well is a complete falsehood. Uh, Satoshi gave us blockchain finance. And there will be, in my opinion, more than one usable, usable popular blockchain, just as there's more than FedEx. You also have UPS and DHL and the post office's priority mail or overnight or whatever it's called. So when you have something that has that big a market need, like overnight delivery, you're not just going to have one market participant because that's not the way economies work. And much the same way. If crypto really takes off, you're not just going to have Bitcoin because what if something happens to the network? What if it does get congested or does go down? You need alternatives. Just simple game theory. You need alternatives to Bitcoin just in case it breaks and very low likelihood that it will break. But again, I don't like putting all my eggs in one basket. And I think we can we can uh, we can push best practices Right. And encouraging people to be educated before they invest in a crypto and how to spot the signs of pre-mined garbage, sad pump and dump garbage. Uh, but something like Litecoin that launched back in 2011 and was designed by somebody who was a Google engineer at the time and then took a position at Coinbase and now is still uh, still somebody who talks about Litecoin constantly. That's credible. That's not a, a rug pull guy. Charlie Lee is not looking to rug pull you and disappear from planet Earth, or he would have done so by now. Again, it launched in 2011, which in internet time is a really long time ago. And you think about it, Bitcoin's only two years older. Bitcoin only has a lead time of two years over Litecoin. And uh, anyway, I have to leave this one here, but have a great weekend, everybody. And thank you so much to everybody who's signed up for my Substack. It's like a combination blog and email newsletter. It's pretty cool. Link will be in description of the podcast. If you have not yet signed up, make sure you do it before July starts or, you know, in the next couple days. Because I've been taking a little breather, a little break. But come first or second week of July, I'm going to be sending out so much content and so much original thinking. Because not advice, but it seems like it's all coming in for us. Long overdue, but it seems like it's all coming in. Thank you guys so much.